Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Okay, so we'll be starting in three, two, one. Welcome to the Political Doctrine Show. Today I have some wonderful guests. We are going to shake it up live as we always do from the back room of America, from sea to shining, beautiful sea, America the great, America the beautiful. But as you know, America is being slowly, or rather, should I say quickly, infiltrated by the Secret Society of Men. So today we have some wonderful uh, co-hosts. I'm not going to call them guests or co-hosts today. And you all know uh, Nomad Dad. So Nomad Dad, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and let's kick it off from there. Well, first, of, if, you, if you don't know me, but since, since the last time I was on, I've done a lot, lots of traveling. I've... Uh, uh, talking about sea to shining sea, I literally have driven from sea to shining sea since I was last on. Uh, most recently, I just picked up an airplane kit. I'm going to build myself a little tiny airplane. I'm um, going to fulfill a 55-year-old dream of building a cabin in the woods, in the mountains uh, someplace, and uh, and try to go live up there. I uh, love spending time with my kids. I um have four kids, four grandkids, and currently, uh, uh, like Sinoe wants me to say, is I'm I'm dating an African princess, a woman who uh, <laughs> literally has some ties to some sort of uh, royalty in Africa, and uh, that that's very enjoyable for me. That's fantastic. I mean, this is all so interesting. We have to make a show all about it. Are you going? You're dating an African princess, and I want to hear more about this airplane cape because last year I was going to buy myself a pair of airplanes for, you won't believe it, $1,000. I was going to pick wow. them up. I heard somebody bought those airplanes, went off a cliff and died. So <laughs> they put on the, <laughs> the, the, the wings backwards. But we also have Carib from the Carib Marcel show. So welcome, Carib. Thank Tell us a little so bit much. about you. Yeah, absolutely. My, my channel is about amplifying the voices that are usually silenced. So I talk to a lot of people who have escaped communism. Um, and a lot of people who have a viewpoint that is not the correct viewpoint in today's narrative. I am super interested. I actually really want to know about the African princess because I have a love to hate the Meghan Markle whole debacle. 
And I think that that really ties into a conversation about what's going on in our schools and in society. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. You know, the infiltration, as you know, of the secret society of men is everywhere. And the product of it, I've been teaching now for over a decade, more like 15 years. And I've never seen a product, and I'm calling children a product at this point, but it's a product made out of this machinery, machinery of communism, machinery of brainwashing, machinery of just the filth that is coming out of this secret society of men that is now infiltrated all the way down to the classroom system. And so I wanted to start off with just commenting how the situation was when I left school, the situation of dread. This is the first year I have heard teacher after teacher after teacher saying, my goodness, I, I used to love my profession. I, I don't love it anymore. It's, I can't wait. And every day towards the holiday, we're all now in holiday, but every day towards the holiday, they're telling me four days left, three days left, two days left. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the children have become the way they are, the product of a filthy nation and a secret combination that is everywhere. What, why is this happening to America? I mean, I think if we go straight into it, it's a coup, right? It's, it's an absolute yep. coup. Like <clears throat> you cannot bring so much damage to America without it being intentional. Right. And I, I was listening to you talk about um, education in China and how education in, in China um, is, is better than America. America. I think you said it was better than America. On, oh, yeah. yeah by right? far. By far. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they're doing 100% the opposite. And they're the ones who are controlling what our kids are learning. I was so right. interested to find that out in Harvard, that they, that um, the, the Chinese Communist Party is actually designing the way that our children are learning in America, especially with social and emotional learning, replacing actual education. Right. That's exactly right. No the, uh, so it's, it's interesting you talk about these things. Uh, I lived in Hong Kong for a couple of years back in the 70s, and I knew people who actually had escaped um, communist China. Uh, actually, I arrived in Hong Kong the day that Chairman Mao died, but I, I knew many people who literally, you know, swam the the Canton River, and you know, we're in the water for 24 hours, swimming with sharks and all those things, to try to make it to Hong Kong safely, and that being eaten by a shark was nothing to them compared to staying in China. Um, the idea of, you know, a, a, like this one man, he owned four textile factories, and um, a 13-year-old girl, um, snuck around and got got information on him and reported on him and she became a hero because she outed him as being somebody who was a capitalist it's like well he owns four businesses it's pretty easy factories it's pretty easy to figure out he's a capitalist and um and he escaped for health reasons and they believed he would come back but he never came back he left his family there and only one of his daughters uh, swam the river and and lived in hong kong with him and she left when she was pregnant because, you know, she was about seven, six or seven months pregnant when she did the swim because she had decided there's no way she would let her child grow up in, be born in and grow up in communist China. And 
and again, like you're saying, we are doing our best to mimic what the, what Mao did to China. We're, we are doing everything we can, it seems, to mimic that and repeat that. And like you say, I believe it is actually in many ways coming directly from the communists. Well, if you think about it, if you think about it, um, it's not only coming in education because they've, they've, they've sent us the formula of education directly to our schools, but it's in our entertainment. TikTok oh, yeah. will come from China. And, and what are our children on? They're on TikTok all day that is dominated by China, that is introduced by China. And what did President Trump do? He banned TikTok because he did not want the Chinese infiltration of America. And so therefore he didn't want TikTok coming in and brainwashing our children. Unfortunately, when the Secret Society of Man took over, we have TikTok, we have the entertainment system, we have the education system all controlled by China itself. So it's incredible. I, I think it would be amazing if we use TikTok the way the Chinese use TikTok. Because they have they have TikTok. They just they exemplify excellence. Their children it's, are limited right. on how long they get to watch yeah. it. And it's like watch this child play piano amazingly well, right? right. Instead of and watch people cry because Starbucks is too hard to work at. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, and their so, TikTok's uh, called something completely different on top of that. And 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 I wanted just to comment, America, America used to be the shining example for everyone. I mean, all right. nations. It's 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 like the story that Nomad Dad, that what you were saying, you, you know, uh, to escape communism and to go to a different country. Well, the beacon of the world was America. I was speaking to my dad yesterday and it was a fantastic story. I could not believe it. Back in the 70s, you know, he he's from Haiti. He was born in Haiti, Port-au-Prince. My grandfather was Haitian. You know, he owned this huge uh, bus company, the one that went uh, uh, between uh, Haiti and Dominican Republic. And he was a big businessman in Haiti. Well, when the new regime took over and took away his business, their lifestyle completely changed, right? They, they had to all uh, leave for political exile reasons because the government came in, uh, 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 you know, centralized and, 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 and took over all businesses and called them, you know, this is property of the government now. And so when that happened, they were seeking out uh, uh, political targets. And one of them was my grandfather. And so they had to leave the country. But the idea, the dream was coming to America, escaping this horrible regime. And my father told me, you know, when he got here, it's like his father had arranged this little envelope for him. He was already coming in. He got his green card uh, a couple of weeks later in the mail. He said it was it was uh, the easiest thing in the world for me. I didn't appreciate it. But the generation after me came from Haiti in boats getting eaten by sharks. And they understood the dream of America. You know, the dream of coming to a place that's free, that's wonderful, that's got open doors for you, and that your dreams of liberty can uh, can 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 flower. But it's amazing when I was talking to my father that you know the the dream is is a lie, is no longer real because we have been we have been infiltrated. Everything that is beautiful about America has been stripped away, and now the product that is coming out is not intelligence. The product is dominate, dominate me. I will follow. I will do whatever you ask of me. 
and I will be dominated just like any other communist country by fear, by fear. So yeah. where in, where is it? Do you think? Thoughts that, on that? Well, because we're the only. It's only the West that's taught to hate itself, right? So it's only our children that are taught to hate themselves. In other countries that are not in Western society, they're still taught that they are the greatest. They are still taught to pledge to their countries. Meanwhile, our teachers, I'm in Utah. Utah is supposedly the most family-centered state that you could come to. And I moved here specifically for that reason two years ago. And it is the most bend over backwards I'm just going to be blunt here. Bend over backwards, spread your butt cheeks place I've ever seen. <laughs> I just, I can't believe how people are just willing and eager to be tolerant and accept everything in the name yep. of kindness yeah. and how ignorant our people are. Right. I, so I, I really, you use the word tolerant and, and I have a real problem with that word. <clears throat> so, um, People use tolerant all the time. Tolerance, 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 tolerance. And I don't think any of them know what, what it actually means. So, you know, in the in the first English dictionary, you know, the list of 3,000 important words from uh, 1606, tolerance was described as that which you suffer. And the real de definition of tolerance hasn't changed significantly from there. Now, I'm a person who's allergic to lots of things, but... Um, so I have a negative reaction to trees and flowers and all sorts of things. Um, but lots and lots of people are now what they call, uh, so when I was young, they called it being allergic to milk, but now they call it lactose intolerance. And if a person's lactose intolerant, then they can drink milk, but it has a very negative effect on them. But they can still, they can still drink milk, but if they do, they have to suffer the consequences that's why tolerance is a good word in that situation. They have to suffer the consequences for it. So, but the thing is that the way tolerance is used today, what they say is, I want you to be tolerant of, just like they would say, you know, milk is telling the person they want the person to be tolerant of them. So if someone says, and you know, this is just, I mean, the reality and it's the way it's been used, if someone says, I want tolerance, I want you to be tolerant of me, what they are saying is they know that they're doing something that hurts you and they want you to be hurt. Otherwise, they wouldn't use the word tolerant because so it just like you know, if milk says to me, uh, I, I want you to be tolerant of me, it's an, it's an impossibility. It is physically impossible for me not to have a negative reaction to milk. And so if a person says, I want you to be tolerant of and fill in the blank, they are saying, I know I'm doing something that hurts you and I don't care that it hurts you. I want you to continue to be hurt by what I'm doing. That, and, and I just, I just hate, I, I hear the word tolerance all over the place. And in every situation that I've heard it, I've heard it from leaders of my church. I've heard it from school teachers. I've heard it from friends. I've heard it from you know, people, people in the news, people, you know, they talk about tolerance all the time. It, it, tolerance, tolerance, tolerance is, it's, it's ad nauseum. And I've evaluated every single situation where I've heard that word. Well, not every single, but over the, the, the last seven months, 
I paid very close attention every time I heard the word tolerance and it, every time it fits in the exact same category. I want, I know that I'm hurting you and I want you to be hurt for my sake. And yeah, that is day, what the word tolerance means. Excuse me, go ahead. Well, the other day I jumped onto the new Twitter spaces. I hadn't been on that before. And um, I listened to one that said, should African-Americans consider joining the Republican party? And I wanted to hear about it. I wanted to hear, I'm like, wow, people are actually interested in this conversation. Okay, I'll listen. And immediately the first thing I heard was a demand for $16 trillion in reparations to only foundational black people, i.e. people who can prove that they're slaves. And when it was my turn to speak, I just said, does anything that's already happened count? Does free education count? No, because it's the white man's education. Well, what are you going right. to do with that $16 trillion? It's none of your business. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I said, well, yeah. let's look at that. Because if we charge Americans $16 trillion, then we're going to... Um, we're going to break the country. We're already in debt up to multiple generations. We would break the country. And they said they could care less. Nobody else mattered. And I sat there going, we have all of these diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings, right? We have right. all of these, these, these trainings. However, um, these people don't want unity. They right. want yeah. superiority. And we're sitting there again, bending over backwards for people who yeah. don't want us to be uni unified or equal. Well, right. it's, 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 it's again, I mean, if we target a critical race theory, this, this monster has evolved and it's not, it's not just evolved. It's, it's turned into a monster. It's ridiculous. I mean, if you, you thought, talked about critical race theory just 10 years ago to talk about saying something like, okay, we're going to target a race. Let's target the white people. And we're going to say to their children, okay, you are evil, you are bad, and you have to do reparations for et cetera, et cetera, and only the black people are good. And after that, you have to come out and, you know, destroy all morality in the country. So you children, five-year-olds, six-year-olds that should never be thinking about sexuality, now let's, instead of having you playing in kindergarten, Let's start talking about how you may or may not be a girl, you may or may not be a boy, and let's have yeah. you all make stuff and thinking about this. Now, if we think yeah. about the way that this monster has evolved into what it is now, a ridiculous monster, we have to look at the American people themselves. And then let's just call it what it is. The crowd is just stupid. It's stupid and uneducated and devolved into a society of animals. That's what we've become. Yeah. Okay. We become a society of animals that accepts everything, every single filth under the sun, and calls that, let's just say what it is, goodness. Now, evil is taken for good, good is taken for evil, and we're saying, okay, let's do this, and we don't care what happens to our country, we're going to indoctrinate the people, we're going to break the bank of the country, and who cares, yeah. like you're saying on Facebook, who cares about it? Well, where do you think those thoughts come from, once again? Who wants to be the dominating country in the world? China, of course. Who wants to devalue the, the, the dollar more than any other country? China, of course. And so to introduce these anti, uh, I'm going to call it anti-patriotic symbols and, 
and, and ideals and thoughts into America is for self-destruction. You, you're not going to go to China and like my students, you're not just going to sit there and say America is horrible. I'm not going to pledge allegiance to the flag and sit down and spit on the flag like my students do. You're not going to do that in China. Okay, go ahead and do that in China. You're going to get hauled away and put in, I mean, patriotism is in every country. You go to Mexico, you go to Salvador, you go anywhere in the world. And what country tolerates unpatriotic citizens? They don't. Right. You know, the citizens themselves police each other. So the way yeah. that this has come down to infiltrate the people of America is just because of one thing. Let's ask ourselves the question, why? Why in a span of just one or two generations has America become so ignorant, so stupid, that they can literally be brainwashed by a telephone, uh, a little device that you uh, carry around with you all the time, and with the news media that tells you lies all day? Why Why has America not, be, not become uh, critical anymore or analytical? Why have we well, lost let's look at the, Let's look at the education. Okay, so our education, our social and emotional learning it comes from Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, and Bezos, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and, and so they're, they're the ones who gave us our phones and our screens. And right. <laughs> so there's 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 a couple of things I want to add into this. Um, there's there's a small island country in the Federated States of Micronesia out in Central Pacific, and years ago when they were first, uh, you know, in the 1800s when Europeans were first there and first trying to, you know, like civilize them, they decided, they says, oh, well, we want them, you know, the way they are, um, you know, they're Stone Age people, the way they are, they're of no use to us. We need to educate them just enough so they'll be useful to us, but not well enough that they will be able to, you know, rebel against us. And that's you know that's exactly what they're what is happening now where they're trying to educate people just enough that they'll be good robots and and support them because they need they need the american consumer the american consumer is actually the most powerful entity the world has ever known and the news media and the you know and the you know uh, other people are doing everything they can to control that massive power. The American consumer is way more powerful than an atomic bomb and, and things like that. Um, so that's why they're doing it is, well, for control, for you know, ultimate wealth and power. Uh, so ultimate world, worldwide that, domination. Anyway, so the, anyway, it's oh. not a new idea is what I'm saying also. So, so if America is going to be the consumer does that mean that we get off on the easiest part of communism like if we just obey if we just comply americans are going to be safe because all we're expected to do is shop is buy 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 i don't know but you know when when the when the when the twin towers came down what did what did president bush do he he got on on every single news channel he could get on and said don't let this worry you. Keep spending money. Keep buying. Keep you know. We're Americans. What do we do when when you know when when things get tough? The tough go shopping. You know that type of an attitude. And and they you know and that and that's the thing because the the source of all that power is commerce. It's it's all the money. If 
if we stopped buying, if we just stopped consuming, I, w- I, I preach non-consumerism, if we just stopped consuming, the whole world would change. And, uh, and change in our favor because everybody looks at us as the goose that laid the golden egg and pretty soon someone's going to chop the head off of the goose that laid the golden egg for, for power. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. I just, I can't figure out why it is that people who at least my age and older, right? Um, so, so middle age and older, I think, um, I, I can't understand why they're willing to lay down everything that we've learned. I just, yeah, I don't. That's my, that's been my question, Garib, for, you know, since this whole incredible thing happened, which I'm not even going to, going to talk about pre, um, pre COVID. I'm going to talk COVID onward because that was, that was incredible. It was just such an event of night and day that I wander from that point. Anytime. That's, that's the time. That's like, that's like the second coming of the devil itself. You know, at that point, anytime before that, you still had reasonable Americans, but anytime after that, I wondered to myself, how is it that somebody my age that didn't go to school with common core, you know, we had regular education going to school in, in, in a, in a, in a state like Utah, for instance, that you've moved to where the education in Utah is number one, you know, they they were, uh, before Common Core kicked in, they were 12th in the nation. They didn't need any of the federal money, et cetera. And so, you know, you get educated with a good education. You get educated with a pride, with a feeling of, I am an American. You serve your country. I mean, these are, are people that have gone to wars and gone to defend our country and were patriots. And all of a sudden, COVID onward, somehow the intelligence was sucked out so that Intelligent people everywhere are saying, oh, yeah, I agree with so-and-so's idiotic philosophy about you can just go ahead and chop off the reproductive parts of a child. It's not, that, that, that's not yeah. sodomy, okay? You can just chop them off. Like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, yeah. That's not child abuse. We shouldn't put those people in jail uh, because they're doing this to a 13-year-old. You know, no, 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 no. That's progress. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. And yeah. the same are the same people that say uh, talking against America, talking pro-communism, and I'm talking to myself. I'm saying, wait a minute, didn't didn't you serve the country? Didn't you have stars on your uh, 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 chest? Didn't you grow up in an America the beautiful? What's right. going yep. on? Is this right. an alternate dimension? You know, because it's not just the young people; it is old alike. What the heck happened, and why? It's, it's the quick, the quick question. Why didn't I? Why didn't you know, Mad Dad? Why didn't you care? Why didn't you, listeners out there? Why are you different? Why didn't you get brainwashed? What's wrong well, with we, us? I don't think it started with COVID. I mean, I, no, I think it started with COVID, but I, I'm I, saying I, that was a big flip. It was like yeah. people were still thinking reasonable. They were they were being brainwashed slowly, but then right. all of a sudden, night and day. Yes, I'll get into a line outside of Home Depot. I'll stand six feet apart from you. I won't talk. I'll be like this and I won't say a word. Yeah. No, I, I, think, I think, guys, I think, I, agree. It, I think it was Barack Obama. I think Barack Obama came and everybody thought, I'm not a racist. 
I'm not a racist <laughs> because of my, I have voted for a black man. And when they thought yeah. that, and then he, he left and Trump came in, they, the, the cognitive, they could not deal with the fact that, oh my gosh, we voted for another white man. And I don't think anybody who came after Barack Obama would have had a chance because he's a savior, but he's well, the and, one who seeded the poison, I think. Well, and on well, that, still, the, go ahead. So no, I, I'm old enough to know. So in the, in the mid nineties, I talked with my fifth grade teacher. So I went to fifth grade back in 1966. And I, I talked to with my fifth grade teacher as he, his, it was his last year of teaching and he was retiring. And we talked on, it was just on the phone, but we talked for a good 45 minutes to an hour, him talking about how, how he had to get out because everything had changed. He's, 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 everything all is going in the wrong direction. We're all, there's so many things you can't, he, he says at that point, he says, you can't tell a child to study so that they would be able to get a good job because that would hurt their feelings. And the idea of the feelings of the student had already taken over the the educational system in so many ways. Now he was in Illinois, so it was probably ahead of the curve on on some of those things. But um, but it's you know I, I've been around long enough to see that this has been heading this direction for a very long time. But I do agree with Sinaway that the COVID not just COVID, but the mask issue just just was a huge tipping point for all of this to happen. And um, but yes, it was before that. Now, the other thing about Barack Obama, you know, um, everybody says, oh, we elected a black president. But, you know, if you listen to him personally, when he spoke himself, how did he identify? He said, oh, I'm not black. I'm not. Or he said, I'm black. I'm white. I'm 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 Asian. I'm everything. And he says, I'm not a black president. He's, he said, I'm an everything president. Mm-hmm. So if you actually listen to what he personally said, we still have not had a black president. Well, I would agree and disagree with that because he's, I, I, I'm biracial as well, right? And so yeah. I'm the same, I'm the same thing that he is. And right. um, actually from Haiti. <laughs> so oh, on my, yeah. on my mother's side. So, um, and um I think that he really did feed the race war. Oh yeah, I, I I definitely did not want him to do that. I was excited. I didn't I didn't vote for him because I I believe in a hand up, not a handout. So yeah. for that reason, I have conservative values. Um, but I saw him feed the race war, and I saw things become more divisive than they'd ever become before. I agree. Sort of I like agree. the whole the Megan stuff today, right? Like yeah. So much good could have happened by these people. And instead, I believe that he, like I said before, my, my channel used to be called Martin's Daughter, right? And so yeah. I, I I think that he was like a Martin Luther King 2.0, but not in the way that people see Martin Luther King. People see Martin mm-hmm. Luther King for his I Have a Dream speech. And they don't understand that he was actually infiltrated like the churches were. Um, with communist ideals, yeah, well, yeah. well before, and he just was very good at masking it, and that's what I see in Barack Obama. Yeah, I, I agree with you on everything you said, hundred yeah. percent, and I I saw it happening also. 
But if you want to go and find someone who was a good president, you got to go back to Nelson Mandela. Mandela, when when they won and took over South Africa, you know, the all all the white people were afraid that they would be, you know, uh, punished in kind. And he said, "No, we're going to accept everybody. We're going to forgive everything. The past is past, and we and and I don't think South Africa has held on to Nelson Nelson Mandela's ideals, but." Well, it was 25 years, uh, South Africa went from backward nothing place to just a fantastic place. I, I, I knew people, you know, who not American, who grew up American, who moved there just because it was such a good place, you know, back you know, 10, 15 years ago. And that is, if we're going to go forward, Everybody needs to study Nelson Mandela, and we need to look really hard at what he really did, because he wasn't just a speech. Martin Luther King really was one speech, and that is all he's known for, and nobody knows anything else about him, basically. And uh, and and obviously, like you said, Barack Obama really was a, a racist, just just to, just to his core, he was a racist, and yeah, oh, he yeah. was in the to make his his views impact be impacted or impact the world with his views, I mean. And I think but even, still is. even oh go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, but I think he still is, right? I think he's probably behind a lot of the strings oh, yeah. that are being pulled be here. You look at the way that he re regards um the resident in office and right. is very, <clears throat> very much, you know, he's still the king. He comes out and yeah. he says, oh, guys, be dignified. And people fall on their swords for that man. Right. Oh, yeah. right. They, they, they worship the king. They worship the king. They do. And, 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 it, and it's beautiful, like you said, because since Barack Obama, I mean, he was a black president and he came out black president. You know, again, the mentality of the American people is still on this racist issue. I tell my students because... You would not believe in classroom all day long. It's you're racist, you're white, you're black, you're Mexican. That's all they think about because the media has pinned them so much against each other that that's all they do. All they call each other names. And I tell them, I try to explain to them, hey, the mentality is crazy because you're just mimicking your, your parents. That's fine, but they've been brainwashed. You had a black president. There is no racism in America. It's ridiculous. This is the land of the free, the home of the brave. And you are just being brainwashed to think that everybody's yeah. racist because this, and I, I love you call them the resident president, this, that's uh, the robber, the robber of the presidency, the thief, the secret society yeah. robber is what it is, uh, sitting in his platform on the in the White House, puppeted by people like Barack Obama, you know, spewing out these words, these hatred words of, of the MAGA, the maggots, you know, the maggots are the problem. Right. Make America great. Of course, he doesn't want to make America great. He wants to make America worse. He's the puppet. He's the puppet man behind the puppet master. Warning. Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no deceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know.